This is the Soulfully Casual Podcast hosted by Matty Ice. And now, your host, Matty Ice. Hello and welcome to the Soulfully Casual Podcast brought to you by Matty Ice Media. I'm your host, Matty Ice, and I just want to say a big shout out to Matty Ice Media. I know it sounds silly coming from me because I'm the creator and owner of it, but you know when you have um, an entity that backs you, it's really, really important. Listening to Cleveland's The Manual the other day, his new episode came out this week, so definitely check it out. Uh, he gave a shout out, and I realized that when you're building something from the ground up, uh, it is important to acknowledge, and for me, even the owner to acknowledge the fact that we have this platform and we have creators who are a part of it, it's really, really important. Uh, getting into the topic of the day, it's Monday, and it's the first Monday after the start of the NCAA tournament, which is more colloquially known as March Madness. So for all of you basketball fans out there, happy March Madness. And for all of you hoping to win a bracket challenge, uh, happy March Madness to you as well. In thinking about March Madness, it got me to thinking that it was an avenue to the topic that I wanted to talk about. And I did an episode on the Super Bowl and sort of lightly mentioned the fact that the Super Bowl is a um, an avenue for people to gather. I think it is probably the most watched sporting event uh, for basically casual sports fans. Like even people who don't watch football will generally tend to uh, you know go to the Super Bowl party because they want to see the halftime show or they want to see their friends or whatever. So definitely, I think that is the most watched uh, singular sporting event in the country, at least in the U.S. Uh, I think following on the heels of it is just the NCAA tournament in general. To me, the NCAA tournament feels like uh, a you know sporting event that people get behind, even casual fans, for two reasons. One, I think there's the gambling aspect or the bracket challenge aspect. Uh, people generally will fill out a bracket because they're either in a group with friends or they want to you know basically win some money. Uh, and that's pretty common. I mean, I know a lot of people who do not watch college basketball at all, but they fill out a bracket and it's fun for them because it gives them a reason to watch it. So that helps the watchability of the product. I think the other element of it is the underdog story. Uh, March Madness is rife with underdog schools, small schools beating big schools. And I think when you put a uh, like a seeding on it, so when a 15 seed beats a number two seed, most people can look at that and understand the significance of it. And then when you see how small these schools are, lots of people in the country went to small schools. Not everybody goes to a University of Texas or Virginia Tech. And when they see that, they can get behind it. And it got me to thinking about the underdog in general. Most people in America love the underdog because I think most of us can see ourselves in that story. We all at some point in our lives are at a low or we feel as if we are at a disadvantage. We are David versus Goliath. We can't take on the big person. We can't take on the big challenge. But when we see other underdogs come through, when we recognize ourselves and our life patterns in those people, uh, it inspires us. It really does. And I think the NCAA tournament is the embodiment of that because these amateur athletes, these, co these college kids, which so many of us are or were at one point or another, and we see them fighting for their school, fighting for the name on the front of the jersey and the back of the jersey, getting that national recognition, um, fulfilling a dream, fulfilling a dream of which they've you know, been wanting. I mean, these schools go into the NCAA tournament feeling like they don't have a chance, or at least the media is telling us they don't have a chance. And guess what? That's why they play the games. Uh, and that's applicable to so much more than just sports. 
to me, it's applicable to life. Somebody telling you that you can't do something or somebody holding you back from achieving a goal or a, um, you know, a milestone in your life, uh, that doesn't necessarily need to determine the outcome. To me, life is a game of sorts, and we play that game because we have a chance to better our lives and change our lives. Uh, there is a lot of people who believe that their life path is predetermined by either a deity or uh, you know, some type of chance, and I just do not believe that. I do feel as if things happen for a reason, but I also feel as if there is uh, the ability that I have, free will that I have, to change my life the way that I want to, to make it better, to achieve the goals that I want to achieve. And on this Monday, it got me thinking about this show. And the reason that I'm bringing this up is because not too long ago, uh, basically the end of last year, so November and December, um, I went through a little bit of a, a, a family issue. Um, some personal demons of mine came to light, and I needed to address those. Uh, and as a part of that, when that happens for me, I generally tend to completely uh, go inward. I generally tend to shut down to the point that I feel as if I need to overcompensate in so many ways instead of finding the balance that I always crave. It's interesting how that works. Usually you'd think that I would try to find balance and that would be the happy place, uh, but sometimes finding balance causes imbalance. So it's a tough struggle for me and it will always be that. Uh, and part of that uh, you know, reclusion, if you will, had me thinking that I needed to scrap this idea of a podcast. That taking the time away from family, taking the time away from friends was uh, a detriment to my life and that I needed to scrap it. But I just want to say that there are a number of listeners who have been listening since the beginning who really would have uh, you know, not liked that decision. They told me that they would respect the decision, but ultimately they were telling me that you shouldn't scrap this. You need to keep going. Um, and it got me thinking about the fact that that was an underdog situation for me. I needed to rethink how I you know, structure these things in my life. But what I ultimately came to realize is that I'm building something from the ground up. I'm building so fully casual from the ground up. Cleveland and I are building cowboy season from the ground up. And ultimately we and the creators that are part of Matty Ice Media are building something brick by brick. And you have to stay the course. You have to remember that you're the underdog and you have to get in there. Uh, had I stopped the show, I would not have been overall happier. I think I would have been very sad. Uh, and I didn't. And so in your life, when you're feeling like an underdog, you're going to have to lean on other people who are telling you from their perspective that you need to keep going. And I'm going to relate this to a personal issue. Um, my birth mother currently has a terminal brain cancer. She has a brain tumor. Um, and right now she is in a stable condition. Most people with the type of cancer that she has will have some level of stability and for differing periods of time. Uh, she and I have been estranged. That's not a secret to anybody that knows me, but we reconnected, especially after the birth of my son. And it's something that I'm happy happened. Um, you know, anybody who's had a severance of a relationship with a parent that they had a strong relationship with at one time knows what that feels like, knows that there is some type of a, a hole that's left on both sides. And, you know, for us, it took a long time for us to realize that maybe we needed to rethink this. It was time to bury the hatchet. Uh, and for her, that moment was realizing that her mortality could be soon, realizing that her terminal illness could dictate how long she was going to be on this earth, and perhaps there was a missed opportunity if we decided not to reconnect. So she took the first step and I followed suit. Um, and we've been reconnected for almost a year now, but she has had a, a you know tough last few months. 
uh, after we visited in late September. She had a lot of medical things go not her way. And I think she is tired. I think she is tired of fighting and she wants things to just be better. Uh, she wishes things were better. And I think that's pretty natural. Everybody listening, no matter where you are or what your life situation is, you can all relate to the idea of feeling like life is just kicking you in the face. It's holding you down. That you are the underdog and you can't get out of it. There's no way that you can defeat whatever it is you're trying to defeat. And I want to speak directly to her while also speaking directly to you, that it is not impossible. There is something to live for. There's something to fight for at all times. No matter whether that goal is for you to just get your car washed or to beat cancer in some way, there's an in-between there for everybody. Somebody between the menial task and the daunting task of a terminal illness are trying to get their way you know, out of whatever it is that they're doing. And sometimes you have to go back and think about yourself in the underdog position. Uh, any of you who might be feeling that now, and I'm speaking to my mother specifically too, uh, you've been down this road. This is the second time you've had cancer and you beat it the first time. You got through what you're going through now. And while things may seem daunting, no matter what the case is, there's always a path forward. And sometimes that path forward is to stop whatever it is that you're doing, cut some type of a loss and redirect. And I think that's what I want to say is it's time to redirect. For these teams in the NCAA tournament, it's win or go home. And that's not necessarily how it is for us in life. At least it doesn't have to be. Um, anybody who is listening who needs some type of motivation, I want you to look to other people in your life. I want you to look to the people that give you the most light, the people that provide you the most hope. And I've talked about hope before and how it can be a good and a bad thing. There is such a thing as false hope. There's false hope to think that magically everything is going to be fixed with some magic elixir. I think we all went through that during the pandemic. For the most part, a lot of people really wanted there to just be a day that we're going to say, oh, everything is good to go. I think we all know that everything is not ever going to be perfectly good to go. We're never going to eradicate COVID. We're never going to eradicate sickness. But at some point, we have to figure out where we're stable and move forward. Um, and whatever that is for you, whatever the idea of stability is, I think seizing the idea of this is as good as it's going to get isn't necessarily settling for something bad. Um, we are going to all have periods in our life where we look back at some period and think that was the best it was ever going to be. It doesn't have to be that way. There's a lot of factors we can't change. Really, in life there is. There's always going to be that. And it's really how we control what we can control. How we have that grace within ourselves to understand the parts of life that we really have no you know, control over. We can't control the fact that we have to pay taxes but we can't control the way we handle our business throughout the tax year, right? We can't change the fact that cancer exists. At least right now we can't, but we can provide money for research. We can have sympathy for people going through it. We can learn empathy, you know, listen to stories, be a part of the solution in some way. And that goes for anything, gun violence, racism, any type of equality issues. We need to be a part of the solution. We need to be defeating it. And to me, the people that are going through some of these things, whether it's terminal illness, whether it's racism, whether it's inequalities in their home, inequalities in their work, they're the underdog. But they can defeat this. And they need a lot of people's help. It takes a village in some way. And so I, I want the, you know, the idea that this show, right, this show started from an idea. 
I had the idea two years ago. It took me a while to even put these things, you know, together. It took a pandemic. It took having a child. It took being at home. Uh, it's been a lot of work. I won't lie. And I want to open up about that because I know that my mother is struggling with thinking about things that she can't do and how hard it is. But I want to speak to you, mom, about how hard it's been to do this show and gain traction. It takes a long time to build something. It takes a long time to get to where you want to be, no matter what your goal is. A lot of times our goals take time. They take dedication. They take commitment. I think something like 9 million podcasts were created in 2020. Everybody was at home. Everybody had time to have a creative space, and a lot of people weren't working. So they put their energies towards something else. So I'm trying to get into a business, get into a, um, a, you know, a set of creative ideas that is completely flooded. Anybody ha can have a platform today. Anybody can have it. And I'm blessed to have this one. I'm blessed for the people that listen. You know, if you have been listening since the beginning, I can't tell you how much joy that gives me. It gives me the sense of satisfaction. It allows me to keep going. But I'm trying to get into a flooded market. I'm trying to create a product that I want other people to spend their time on, to prioritize their with their listening time. And even though I'm only asking for 20 to 25 minutes, there's a lot of engaging content out there, not just in the podcast world, in the social media world, on television, movies, radio, right? Everything is in our faces now. Everything is at our fingertips. We can basically do anything that we want. We can consume anything that we want and basically without pause. There's really not that much that we can't have access to. Yes, there's a lot of paywalls these days, but most people are willing to pay for those things because they're things that they enjoy. This more ideal of a la carte services with television, people can get behind that. People have been wanting for that. And while it doesn't necessarily cut cable out altogether, it does provide an easier avenue for people to get the, you know, television content, whether it be movies, shows, etc., easier. YouTube is full of content, and I'm building a YouTube channel, which you can find at MattyIceMedia.com, and it's a sneaker page. But guess what? There's a lot of those, too. I follow a good number of them that have almost a million followers each. It takes time to build that. It takes time to get popularity. It takes time to get notoriety, and sometimes it takes money. It takes dollars, it takes other people's time, it takes your friends helping you, it takes free labor. And for me, to carving that time out is important because it's important for me to continue to put a brick on this foundation to build the house, right? All Using all of those nice little metaphors. And it does take time, it's not going to happen instantly. And I'm gonna go through periods where I feel like I'm just not gaining any traction. And even though I've been striving to put out as much content as possible, I'm trying to flood you with as much to listen to so that I can have an idea of what makes you happy. I can have an idea of what ideals you want to hear from me, what topics you think I speak well on, you know, things like that. And it's going to take time. And it's going to take me harassing almost people that I know to listen and share, right? But in the end, the reward is totally worth it. The hard work that you put in that may suck sometimes is worth it. The frustrations you go through about not getting enough listens. Case in point, I had been feeling like my listenership had gone down recently. But what I also understand is that a lot of people consume in bunches. We are so used to now uh, binge watching or binge listening to something. And the other day, I looked at my you know analytics page for my podcast, and I had somebody from somewhere, either in Ohio or Georgia, I'm not sure where because there was no state associated with it, 
uh, a city basically download every single episode of mine. It was 36 and it's the first time that's ever happened. And what that told me is that as a brand new subscriber to the show, that right there is enough to keep me going. So you're hearing me on a Monday and I'm encouraged because I felt like a 15 seed beating a two seed, having that happen for the very first time. It was energizing and it took a lot of work to get there. It took 36 episodes for somebody to basically download every single episode. Somebody that had never listened before finally you know, decided to listen and they caught up on every single one of them. That made me so happy. So if that is you and you just discovered this show and you downloaded every single episode, thank you. You are providing me with the underdog mentality, the juices to keep going. And yes, those of you who've listened from the beginning also do that. And even if you catch up after three weeks off, I don't really care because you're listening. You have been listening. But that first time feeling the thrill of a brand new person getting on the show, it's a connection I haven't made yet. And it's what I want, right? That's the connection that I'm making. Why do I tell you all of this? Well, I tell you all this because those are the rewards for going through the, the difficult period. Going through and understanding that you have physical limitations, that maybe you have mental limitations, you've maybe gained weight, and you don't feel like you felt a year ago, six months ago, there's always a time for you to change that. There's always work that can be put in to do it. And sometimes it's going to take will on your part. Yes, we can look for people to help us. Yes, we can lean on people when we need their help, right? We need people to help encourage us. That's why my friends who have been encouraging me to continue to go on, Cleveland is a great example, didn't want me to give up on this, wanted me to keep plugging away because he saw and heard something that was special to him and he knew that one day it would be special to somebody else. So Cleve, thank you, my man. I really appreciate it. But to my mother, you can do this, right? You have a lot of people who care about your health. You have a lot of people that care about your well-being. And what they want from you, I think, is for you to also care about it, for you to understand that you're stable. This should be a good time in your life, and it can be a good time in your life. I'm not there with you. I can't physically help you do those things. But if you listen to this and understand that we all care and we all want you to succeed, then understand the things that maybe you have to put into it, that the work is worth the effort, that you're nowhere near the end. You're nowhere near where you have to give up on your dream of staying alive. Because your grandson wants you alive. Your grandson wants to have as many memories with you as possible. And so getting through the difficult time, being the underdog, and getting over, right? Beating that number two seed, becoming a stronger person, and willing your way to however many years of life that you may have, it's really, really important. It's not only important to us, but it should be important to you. And I know that you can do it. I believe that you can do it because I've seen you do those things over the course of your life. And I know that you can do that now. So anybody's listening, if you have somebody in your life that you know is struggling, somebody that you know is having a hard time fighting for themselves, fighting for whatever it is that they're fighting for, it doesn't have to be their life. It can be whatever, a relationship, um, you know, that, that extra five pounds, anything. If you know that they're fighting and you know that they're almost at the point where they feel like it's not worth it, do what Cleveland did. Do what my other friends did. Remind them that it is worth it. Remind them why it's worth it. And remind them of how you support them and how you can almost help them get there. You don't have to do something drastic. You don't have to have that panacea for them. 
but just telling them that their work, their hard work, their dedication, their will to keep going is important to you. Hopefully, the more times that that happens, they'll understand that and it'll become just as important to them. They'll be reinvigorated. They'll feel the way I felt seeing that brand new listener to the show. It was amazing and it couldn't be just as amazing for you. So everybody out there, pay it forward and do that for somebody that you love and somebody that you care about. Uh, thanks for listening to my voice yet again. I, I can't tell you how much I appreciate it. Uh, I want to remind everybody that not only do I want to see connections through new subscribers, new listeners, I want to actually see your words, hear your words. Uh, so definitely connect with the show. Instagram, Soulfully Casual Podcast. Check me out. Give me a DM. Uh, let me know what you think of the clips that I post there. And also, if you're somebody who does email soulfully.casual at gmail.com, I'd love to hear from you. I want to engage. I want to start having guests and collaborating. Um, that's really what I'm striving for, to have that feeling of a new subscriber over and over and over again and feeling like I'm making a difference in everybody's lives. So uh, I hope everybody's happy out there. I hope everybody is safe, and I will catch you on the next episode. Have a great rest of your week.